0: hello everybody welcome back to the daydream and listen podcast my name is krista and happy 2023 to all of you happy first episode of the new year i am so excited to finally be back sitting down and recording an episode because it has just been ages and i don't know about you guys but i feel like the last month of 2022 just zipped by like i blinked and December was gone. December was over, we were ringing in the new year, and here we are now, about one week or so into the new year. And I don't know about all of you, but I fully admit that I am one of those New Year's people. I genuinely love New Year's, making all of the resolutions, your lists, reflecting on the previous year, vision boards, all that kind of stuff. I enjoy it. I think, you know, especially the past couple of years with like TikTok and just more content being shared online, I feel like there can be a lot of negative things or just like misleading things that get shared around New Year's. And you just, I don't know about you guys, but I feel sometimes this pressure to, you know, January 1st or like your first week of the year, you have to be making all these radical changes and you know you need to have this like 20 step plan of you know how to have a good morning routine and you need to have all these goals and you need to be saying these affirmations and doing this that and the other and i think in theory all of those things can be really great and helpful but it's all about finding a balance and finding what works best for your life like this is an area where you should be very selfish with you should be like okay I know that for me, making a goals list and writing that out on a physical piece of paper and taping it to my mirror or my desk or wherever, like that's what's going to work for me. That's what's going to keep me in check or in line with whatever. Um, But I would just encourage you all, if you're still like, eh, I don't really know how I feel about the New Year's or you're just spiraling because you feel this immense pressure to have 2023 be like the most life-changing year of your life, I would say like take a step back. I don't think it's ever too late to like actually reflect and think think earnestly about like, okay, what do I want out of this new year? Um, and you know, I think that is what January the first month of the year should all be about I think a lot of people are like we need to do all of the prep work for the new year the last week of December or the first week of the year but I say you know give yourself the entire month to really just take a look around what is it that you want out of this year what are some habits you could maybe change or some different things that you want to do um and just go from there. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you're not feeling, like, this inherent pressure, um, but I feel like, for me personally, I could start to see myself in December wanting to shed the 2022 version of myself, just, like, getting rid of some bad habits or just, like, bad behaviors or things that I was like, okay, we tried this out, but, like, it's not really serving me anymore, so definitely don't want to carry this into the new year like I think the last episode I recorded I was talking about being in my messy era which is true I for sure was and I appreciated that era it taught me a lot about myself I was exposed to some new things and I quickly was like yeah I'm done with this (laughs) I don't like the messiness I can't do this for that much longer um so I could feel myself towards the end of 2022 just being like all right I'm I'm feeling ready I feel this hunger to just have a fresh start make 2023 the best year that I can make it be um so for this week's episode in honor of it being the new year I just want to talk very casually about how I've been trying to like shift my mindset and do things to ensure that a better year is ahead. And I just don't, I I don't want this to be like another bit of like new year, new me type of content. Um, Hopefully this is like a more mm, like genuine, authentic approach to genuine authentic and practical approach to how you can just yield better results or just like have a better year um or like be able to get to december look back on 2023 and be like yeah this was this was good i feel like i've grown i feel like i've enjoyed myself this year and hopefully you have positive feelings by the end of 2023 um So hopefully I don't sound super preachy and this isn't going to be like a motivational talk episode But yeah, but before I do get into that I feel like I have so many Life updates and just like fun things that i've been itching to talk about. So Get ready for that. I'm gonna try to keep it brief because Y'all know I think by this point how much I could go on and on and on about random nonsense But let's just get into some life updates also i know i just said that i'm not really in my messy era anymore but the past few days i have made a couple of like really stupid decisions they're very minor and not life-altering but one of them is that right now it is seven thirty p.m and i am drinking a cup of coffee hot coffee so w- will i be regretting this later most likely but it's fine But also, I don't know if you can tell by the sound of my voice, I'm kind of a bit under the weather. I don't think I have like any serious, like it's not the flu, it's not COVID, nothing like that. I just think that when I travel and when I am outside for too long and then I come into my apartment, which unfortunately, it just is very stuffy all the time, I end up getting kind of sick. So apologies for the raspy voice. Um, okay. Let's get into the first life update. I'm so excited to talk about this. I know this might be old news, but I literally have not talked about this with you guys since it happened. SZA. Oh my god. Okay. First of all, the new album. I am obsessed. I've been seeing a lot of people speak very positively about this album. How much they like it, how much the songs just really really resonate with them, or they just, they really feel something every time they listen to them. But then I've seen some people be like, "Mm, the sophomore album, it's just, it's not hitting, it's not it, I don't, I don't really think it's that good of an album overall. And I'm like, what are you listening to compared to what I'm listening to? I love SOS, I think it is incredible. There are just so many good songs that They just, they just really resonate or they just, they make you feel something, which is what music should do. Duh. Um, but the big news is that I'm going to see SZA live. I miraculously was able to get tickets with my friends and I'm so excited. So we're going to see her when she comes to New York in March and that'll actually be my first concert as of now, um, since... 2019. So, I believe we're seeing her at MSG and that was actually the last concert venue I went to. Um, I went to a concert in 2019 to see Billy Joel with my dad. Pretty iconic concert. Um and now we're going back and I'm just oh my god, I'm so unbelievably excited. I think our seats are really really good. But y'all, it's like just want to say god bless anyone out there my thoughts and my prayers are with you all if you have been trying to get any type of concert ticket within the past year because oh my god like Ticketmaster is just making people's lives a literal hell and I I'm not a Swifty like I like Taylor Swift but I'm not like a huge stan so I'm not going to her concert but a lot of my friends are going and they were just saying like what a nightmare it was trying to secure those concert tickets. SZA was just also so stressful, so intense, um, and just please, please, like, oh my gosh, like, thoughts, prayers, good vibrations, whatever in the world you want to send my way for when I try to get Beyonce tickets, because listen, I will, I don't know what I will do, but like, I am ready to go to great lengths to try and get these Beyoncé tickets when they become available. So yeah, but let's focus on the present. I'm going to see SZA. I'm very excited. If you were curious, my some of my favorite songs from the album. I really like Gone Girl, Far, Low, Seek and Destroy, Ghost in the Machine. Like there's just literally all of the songs are. Phenomenal. It's hard to narrow it down to one. Kill Bill, F2F, is that how you say it? I think that's how you say it. Whatever. Um, okay, moving onward. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. If you celebrated Christmas or Hanukkah Kwanzaa, or if you just didn't celebrate, whatever. Um, I got to do a few Christmassy things in New York before the holiday because I actually went to Mexico for Christmas this year this was my first time not being at my parents house like being in a northern traditional christmasy area like where it's cold possibly snowy and yeah it was my first time traveling away somewhere warm for christmas which like okay let me just state this i am unbelievably grateful to have gone to mexico and to gone on a family vacation um and it was so much fun and I really, really enjoyed it. And I am a little bit more tan, which I never realized, like, I I do like being a little bit more sun-kissed. I'm not going to say tan because, like, I, I don't need to, like, look super bronzy all the time. But, like, if I have, like, a little bit more, like, I don't look like a Cullen, then I'm like, oh, I look, like, a little bit more healthy. So, that's cool. Anyways so grateful for all of that, so appreciative of all of it, but I think going forward, I'm like, I just, I like having Christmas where it's like the cliche traditional Christmas of you're at somebody's house, you're cozied up in a big chunky sweater, you are by Christmas trees, maybe it's snowing, you just get to lounge around, watch Christmas movies, open your gifts, cook food, decorate gingerbread houses, like do all of those types of things, and yes, you can do that if you're on vacation somewhere, but you know, going to the beach for Christmas is just completely different, Um, and I enjoyed it because like the weather leading up to the trip in New York was just absolutely horrific. I think the night before I left, it got down to 8 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what the Celsius conversion is, but it was really, really, really cold. And then to go to 80 degree weather the next morning was quite polarizing. Um, but I loved it and appreciated it. I had a great time getting to be with my family. Um, my vacation outfits, mm, I'm just going to say this. They were really slang. Okay. They, they, I was really proud of my vacation outfits. I think these were my best vacation outfits I've ever had. I was dressing true to Krista camp fashion. I'm calling it Core, Like, it, the alliteration, it flows very well. I, like, okay, this might sound really narcissistic, but I desire to just have my own aesthetic where people are like, oh, that's very KristaCore. Core. That sounds really narcissistic as I say that, but you know what I mean? Like, I just want to have things that are so, like, I embrace them wholeheartedly and I am not ashamed to be like, I wear this, I like these things, and people recognize that and they're like, oh, that is so Krista. Wearing, you know, this, this, and this, so Krista. These colors remind me of Krista. It's very Krista core. And literally, my friends can be the only people that do that, and, like, that will fulfill me. That'll make me feel satisfied. But, um, yeah, the vacation outfits, they were really slang. I was so proud of myself. However, (laughs) something that was not slang was that my suitcase broke, um, the... Outside shell of my suitcase got cracked. I don't know how. I think the suitcase just got thrown and like the shell of it cracked, which sucks. And my gua sha broke into like three pieces. So I had to get rid of it. It's not even usable. I have another gua sha. It's a lot bigger though. So whenever I use it on my face, it's a bit awkward. I think eventually I'll just get a new gua sha. Um, but yeah, that sucked. So just word of the wise, don't put your gua sha in your checked bag. I would put it in your personal item. I wouldn't even put it in a carry-on. Put it in your personal item. Keep it on you because I didn't even think of it that like this thing could crack. So that sucked. But something that didn't suck, I managed to not get burnt at all on this trip, which is really shocking for me. Like My Irish roots were quaking and shaking. The fact that I did not get burnt and I was exposed to like, what is it? Uh, the UV, like the 10 UV rays. I was exposed to those and managed to not get burnt. So really shout out to my Blue Lizard sunscreen that I applied over and over, over again. Also, I use La Roche-Posay and Supergoop sunscreen on my face. That really did the Lord's work. So just saying, if you're getting ready to go on a trip spring break summer or just randomly right now i would you know i would i have uh a stamp of approval on all those sunscreens but yeah um also another thing is i have been kind of kind of into reading lately i know it's super like cliche because it's like the new year, everybody's trying to read more, yada, yada, yada. But I really feel better about reading than I have in the past, how many years ago did I graduate high school? Six years. So, you know, I feel better about it. Um, Maybe one day I will just talk about books and my relationship to reading because I used to love to read and then some program that we had in my school really screwed up my relationship with reading. It was awful, but I just finished reading The Defining Decade. That was my last book I wanted to read for 2022 and I finished it while I was on vacation. It was so good. I cannot recommend this book enough. Now, I will say this. I don't like fully endorse everything written within the pages of this book. There were a few things that I was like, well, I don't know if I fully agree with that, but majority of everything, I'd say like 98% of everything in this book, I was like, yep, mm-hmm, speak on it. That's good. Love that. Writing this down, you know, trying to store this in my brain. It was really, really great. So, I would say, if you are between the ages of 20 and I guess 29, I would pick up a copy of this book and read it. It basically is split into two where the first half is focusing on work and like 20-somethings relationship to work and how your career can really be defined during the decade of your 20s and then the latter half of the book is focusing on relationships and how relationships in your 20-somethings are very much so defined and you can really be taking actionable steps to help you in the long term and yeah it was really really good so definitely recommend that i honestly could see myself rereading that book like until i'm 29 um because it was it was wonderful I'm currently reading the book Attached. I bought that, um, when was that? I bought that like sometime in December and I was like, okay, this is going to be my first book that I read in 2023. So it's all about the different attachment styles. Something I'm very interested in. I'm really just like into like learning more about relationships and whatnot. And I think this is going to serve me well as I am dating. Um... But I think after this, I want to switch it up and read some fiction. I want to find a good fiction book because it has been too dang long. I have been reading self-help and memoirs. And those book genres are wonderful. I love them. But I need some good fiction. Need some good fiction. And I was talking about this with a friend. I know everybody and their mother is reading Colleen Hoover. Apparently, there's like a fan base or like they call her Coho. Which that kind of makes me cringe, but whatever. Try not to yuck people's yums. Um, but I was like, I need, I need a good fiction book, and I know everybody and their mother also talks about the Seven Lives, or not Seven Lives, is it Seven Wives of Evelyn Hugo? Or no, oh my God, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Is that the book title? I don't know. It's the one where she has the green dress on. Um, everyone talks about that. And I'm like, okay, I get it. People like the spicy books. People like the page turning, you know, mystery books center around a female protagonist. And I'm like, I definitely want to like get into those. But I don't know. I also, if you can hear that noise, I apologize. It's my radiator. Um, But I don't know. I need just like a good page turning book that isn't too corny just like you know keeps things interesting it's fun whatever you know that's kind of what i'm going after so if you know of anything i guess send me a dm um but yeah i think that's that oh okay sorry one last thing as i look ahead i am reminded so in addition to being my little book era i'm also in my skincare and body care era okay this I like I feel so incredible like tapping into this era because nothing feels better than pampering yourself speaking of that I'm sorry I thought of one more thing I also need to talk about okay pampering yourself quick little story time when I was on vacation it was rainy one day and they had a spa at the resort that we were staying at And so my family, we were like, oh, we should have a spa day. This spa was beautiful. This was my second time going to a spa. The previous time was when I went on a vacation years ago. Um, So I was like, yes, I like the spa. The first time around, let's go to another spa. I'm sure I'm going to love it. This spa was gorgeous, ethereal. It was incredible. I was like, whoa, could I please come here every day? I feel so relaxed. It was wonderful. I got a massage for my spa treatment I could like get my nails done or whatever or a massage and I was like I want to get a massage I feel like I need it so the first time I got a massage this was my second time getting one the first time I got a massage the masseuses were like oh you can just keep your swimsuit on and I was like okay cool this time around my masseuse let me take a sip of my coffee my masseuse was like um you can take your swimsuit off please be naked and i was like okay now listen i am becoming more comfortable with my body and like just not being like awkward and ashamed of myself and all that kind of stuff The thing is, like, I had no problem. And, like, to me, I was like, oh, this makes sense. You know, she's going to be massaging my back. She doesn't want my bikini straps, like, getting in the way. And, like, you know, I get that. But it just, like, caught me off guard. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm going to be fully nude laying on this massage table. I guess this is normal massage practice. And I just don't know the, like, I don't know the lore of getting a massage cuz this is my second time doing this. So she had this like blanket thing over me and I started off where I was laying face down, like my face was in one of those little pillow things and she was massaging my back. Ooh, the way that this woman was really just oh my god, I don't know what she was doing to my upper back and like just getting in every little nook and cranny that I didn't even know existed in my traps area. Oh my god, it felt insane. I was like, whoa, what is she doing? It felt good. It felt weird, but like good. Then, y'all, and this is where you might chuckle a little bit if you know me. This woman proceeded to massage one half of my body at a time, like the back of my body at a time so she had the blanket thing only covering one half of my body at a time meaning the left side of my body fully exposed the right side of my body would have the blanket on it that makes sense just imagine like a human laying down split in half one half covered the other half exposed this woman like and when I say exposed I'm talking my butt fully out butt naked, fully out. This woman fully massaged my tuchus, fully massaged my butt, like going in. And I was just like, oh, and thank God my face was like smushed in this pillow thing because I was giggling to myself. Like I wasn't like audibly giggling, but I was just like cheesing and being like, I cannot believe this woman is literally massaging my ass right now. Like I was dying. And one of my sisters was also getting a massage. And I asked her afterwards, I was like, so did you also get your butt massaged? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you didn't get your butt massaged? And she was like, no, did you? And I was like, yes. I, like, I, And my family was laughing at me. They were like, well, maybe your butt looked really tense. Like, I don't know. And the woman didn't even say anything to me. She wasn't like, krista do you want me to massage your butt like would you be comfortable with that and i didn't i don't think i signed up for like any specific massage where like that's included but it was just so funny i was like okay you know slay never had my butt touched like that before so go off masseuse anyways back to my original point that i was trying to make um my sister my kind sweet wonderful sister blessed me With the Anthropology um, Beauty Advent Calendar as one of my Christmas gifts. And I was so over the moon, excited to be opening these little Advent calendar boxes every single day for the month of December. It was such a treat. It was wonderful. I honestly think it's what got me through the month. But now I have all these new products that I've been slowly testing out, and I really am obsessed. So, Hence why I feel like I'm in my skincare, beauty, body care era. I also placed an order. Placed an order at Bath and Body Works um, in December because they were running this like holiday sale, and all of their body products were marked down like to, I think like four dollars, like something insane, like four ninety five. So I ordered a bunch because I love the way that their stuff smells. And literally every time I'm in the shower or if I'm using like the lotion or if I'm like spraying the little spritzers, I just have some serotonin releasing, some dopamine releasing. Like I just feel so good. So I'm just saying 2023, really trying to pamper myself each and every day, even if it's something small and insignificant of like, just not insignificant, just just small and mundane of like being really present when i'm doing my skincare i also when i was getting my massage i was thinking about it i was like i kind of want to look up different massage techniques that you can do at home if it's possible to like do on yourself i know things like theraguns exist Um, those things are wildly expensive though, but like there's stuff like that massage guns and whatnot that exist, but I was like, I wonder if I could do like a little daily ritualistic massage on myself, like massage my legs, massage my shoulders, massage my face, whatever. Massage my butt. Um, so we will see. I'll keep y'all posted if I find out anything. I'm like, surely YouTube has something, so we shall see, but yeah. Love that. Okay, so now let's get into the thick of it with this episode. I want to talk about the things that I'm doing to just shift everything and have a better year. Trying to make some shifts in my life, whether they be gradual or just like more intense so I try to break these up into mental and emotional physical and spiritual categories and I think that's a really helpful way of breaking down goals or just like things that you want to keep in check in the new year also I I, you may notice, I don't really say resolutions anymore, because I feel like resolutions is such a strong term where it's like, I have all these things I need to resolve in my life, like all these problems. My approach is just, I wrote out a list of goals, like these are things that I just want to aspire towards, things that I want to accomplish. They're sort of just like to-do list items, like yeah, they're a little bit more intense than just like a regular to-do thing but i think taking the pressure off of it of like this has to be a resolution it makes it so much more attainable at least for me and the way my brain works um okay so let's go through the first category is mental and emotional i combine them together because i felt like they were a little too similar to keep them apart um so yes the first thing that i'm going to be doing now also hold on before I get into these I guess I should just say these are things that I'm doing and I'm sharing these just I don't know for funsies but also like maybe this will inspire you or maybe you'll be like oh my gosh I'm on the same page as Krista like we're in this together we're trying to do the same things like love that so hopefully this will be like kind of an encouraging thing but also like you're getting to know me a little bit more I'm not trying to tell people, like, you need to do these things too in order to have a good year. These are very personal to my life. Take them with a grain of salt. Um, But yes, perhaps they'll inspire you or you'll be like, oh sweet, we're trying to do the same thing. Love that, you know? Anyways, okay. Mental and emotional thing number one is go to therapy. Da, da 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 da! I am so excited about this one. Okay, so I had been thinking. Um, I think for like at least two. Actually, no, no, no. Because I was thinking about going to therapy back when I was in college. I think starting my sophomore year, the latter half of my sophomore year of college. I was toying around with the idea of potentially going to therapy or going to just someone to talk through some things. The um, things in my past, things in my present, even things in my future. But I honestly just never got around to it. And it wasn't until like really in 2021 and 2022 that I was like, I really want to go to therapy. Um, which is good. I mean, yes, of course, it sucks, like, having to go through awful, traumatic things that you're like, I need to unpack this with a professional. But, like, that is, unfortunately, life. Like, life is just full of ups and downs, twists and turns, many unexpected things, lots of things out of your control. And I am so privileged and grateful to be able to have access to go to a therapist. I know it really frustrates me and saddens me that not everyone is able to access therapy and good therapy. um, Because mental health is so incredibly vital to just having a good life. It should be vital to having a good society and whatnot. Um, but for me, this is an actionable step I'm trying to take in the tw- the new year because I just, I, I'm i not at a point where I'm like, I can't go on without a therapist. I just know myself and I'm like, I'm doing pretty good now, um, but I, I think it would be helpful for me to unpack some things in my past that sometimes rear their little ugly heads into the present and just, you know, talk through with an unbiased professional what they think about you know what i'm doing with my life how i'm living my life maybe answer some questions that i have um but the thing is and i want to state this too because maybe you come from a similar upbringing like me i have an incredible support system via my family and friends i'm so incredibly grateful for those people that I have in my life and I thought for a while I was like well you know I have these nice heart to hearts with my friends or have these nice heart to hearts with my parents or my siblings so like I don't need to go to therapy because you know I have them but then I realized I was like while it is so wonderful to tap into that support system I think for me it would be helpful to have someone who is unbiased, an outsider, who, yes, I want them to get to know me for me, but they don't have this, like, biased view like my family does and like my friends do. They are a complete outsider. They only know what I'm telling them, and I don't want that to sound like I'm skewing their perspective of me, so I sound like this amazing person. Like, I will be fully transparent and honest with them, but I want someone who, one, is... A licensed professional in this area very very knowledgeable when it comes to mental health and things of that nature but also I think it would help just having someone who is an outsider who I didn't grow up with or they haven't you know they're not my friend I've never lived with them or something like that so that's a big thing for me Um, the next one is trying to distance myself from negative unmotivating people And instead, surrounding myself with people who are more positive and encouraging. Now, I can't say I have a whole slew of people who are just really bringing me down and are really negative and unmotivating. But I think in this year, I want to be more conscious of who I'm spending my time with. And if I'm starting to spend time with certain people and they're starting to be very negative and unmotivating, that I either speak up and, you know, maybe call them out nicely or just find a healthy way to distance myself or put up good boundaries so that I am not constantly surrounded by their negativity. Because the thing is, is I am a people pleaser and I do not like to be like... I, I don't like confrontation and I don't like having to say or having to come to terms with like, well, I can't really be around this person because they're so negative or they make me feel really badly. But it's the truth that if you are around people, like for me, I'm a relatively optimistic, positive, glass half full kind of gal. And when I am around people who also have that mindset most of the time, it is a pleasure to be around them it makes me feel so good to be around them i feel recharged refreshed encouraged motivated but when i am around negative people and people who are just unmotivated to have a good life and do things that they've desired in life it totally brings me down and it has this negative effect on me so i'm trying to be selfish and be like you know what I have it within my control right now that I do not need to be with these people all the time. I can put up healthy boundaries where, yes, I still enjoy hanging out with them for certain purposes, but like, I acknowledge that they are a pretty negative person, that they are pretty unmotivating at times, and I don't need to be around that. I shouldn't be around people like that because I know it's not good for me in the long run. So that's something that I'm really trying to get better at. it's. It sounds very silly, like I need to separate myself from toxic people. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to be like, you know, you're toxic. You're cut out of my life. Like I'm not trying to be super extreme with it, but I just acknowledge that, yeah, there are some people in my life right now who, they really bring me down. They go on and on and on and they just talk about nothing positive or nothing... Encouraging, and I don't want that. Okay, the next one, this is a very important one that I feel like many people can benefit from and just utilize in the new year, and that is to maintain my standards when it comes to the type of men I allow in my life. Underscore on the I allow in my life part because notice how I am saying. Like, I'm not specifically saying the men that I date, okay? This goes for men that I talk to, men that I go on dates with, men that I, like, you know, this, that, and the other. Like, men that I give energy and attention towards. These men need to be meeting some standards that I have, like, majority of the standards that I have put in place because I... Cannot be settling for whatever, like these awful types of men. I cannot settle and let them in aspects of my life. And it's not even like, well, you know, well, I can talk to them, but I'm not going to date them. Like, I know I'm not going to date them, but like, I'll just text them. No, 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 no. That's doing too much. That is already crossing the line for me because for me, I like to be not like all in, but if I like, if I want to get to know someone, I really want to get to know you. Like, I put a lot of thought and effort into trying to get to know someone. I like to think that I'm pretty intentional and I like to give someone my full attention or as much attention as I can give to them to get to know them and have them be a part of my life so it's very important for me to number one maintain my standards um just in general but number two make sure that i'm maintaining those standards when it comes to the men that i talk to or i should say like the men that i match with on hinge the men that i text the men that i go on dates with and potentially the men that i date okay or like have as my boyfriend So that is a huge, huge, huge thing for me. And I will most likely be doing another episode on this in the future where I can talk about like the specific standards that I have for myself. And oh my god, I've been having so many realizations and epiphanies about relationships and imbalances in between, oh my gosh, let me back up, imbalances between men and women and inequalities between how men can get away with certain things and women can never get away with certain things and like, oh my god. I've just had a lot of realizations and things that I've just had to unpack and be like, hmm, we cannot settle for this type of clown behavior anymore. And I really don't think a lot of men listen to this podcast, um, but i'm just saying that when i do release this relationship episode or just like episode where i go all in and talk about dating experiences or like experiences of talking to guys and interactions with guys and my general observations i would i would love for men to listen to it because men to listen to it with an open mind because I try to be an open-minded person and I would love it if men, it it seems like a lot of men are not really open-minded to fully hearing women's frustrations. and Because the thing is, I desire to be in a relationship with a man. A healthy, happy, committed relationship with a man. I don't like to think of myself as a misandrist. I don't like to think of myself as a man-hater. I am critical of men because men give me and other women a lot to criticize a lot of valid things to criticize I'm not you know one of those people who I'd like to think I'm not one of those people who's like hyper picky and hyper critical over things that really don't matter like their height or even like their fashion sense I think a lot of people would be shocked to hear that from me because I work in fashion and I love fashion but like to me, I think we have bigger problems at hand. I want someone who is a genuine good person, an empathetic person who possesses these basic fundamenta- fundamental qualities and a lot of men don't possess that. So I'm like, let's start with that before we even go into, does he have a skincare routine? Does he, you know, where does he shop at? Sure, those things are like great and you can talk about those and whatever but you know what i mean we've got bigger issues at hand okay sorry i really went off on a tangent there um next thing for mental and emotional is maintaining a financial spreadsheet now this might seem weird for it to be in the mental and emotional category also if you can hear that little chime in the background that's my uh washer dryer going off all the noises in this episode Um, but this is something that when it's not in check, like when my finances are, they're not bad, like I think I'm a good steward over my money, like I save a lot, I think I'm pretty responsible with how I spend my money and what I spend my money on, but I'm, I think it would be best for me to be a little bit more meticulous and on top of like, okay, this week, this is where I spent my money, this is in line with my budget, this money is left over, so therefore it's going to this specific saving thing. Like, I want to get so meticulous with my finances and just be so hyper aware of it. I don't want it to be unhealthy where I'm like penny pinching and like freaking out all the time. I just want to be more involved and I feel like there's a lot of room for me to become more involved. And in doing that, that brings me a lot of mental peace. So I'm trying to stay on top of that this new year. Okay, next is I want to write more in my personal planner more consistently. So for me, I don't know if I've talked to, talked about this before, but I basically split my, I guess, writing out of things into two specific books. So I have one journal notebook that is for work. When I am in meetings or when I'm writing out a daily to-do list, I handwrite everything in this blue notebook. That is my work notebook. Then I have a separate thing and that is a planner and in that planner I write out personal to-do lists. So if I have to run to the post office or if I need to do my laundry or if I need to email someone back or email someone that's not work-related, um, or if I need to pay a bill or something like that, I write all of that out in my personal planner. Same thing goes for like if it's someone's birthday or if I have a date or an event or something like that, write all of that out in my personal planner. And I feel like I do a pretty good job of that, but for whatever reason, I was Miss Boss when I was a senior in high school And I had this little pink planner, and I carried that thing around with me everywhere. It was glued to my hip, and I was so thorough with that thing. I was so organized, wrote so many little details in there, but it helped me stay on top of a lot. Like, even though it might sound ridiculous that I was doing this when I was 18, and it's like, okay, how much responsibility? How many responsibilities do you have when you're 18? But I had a lot going on with school and extracurriculars and preparing things for college that I was really, really meticulous about staying on top of dates, you know, scheduling time to hang out with friends, working, just all of these things. I, homework, obviously, but like I was so thorough with my planner and I felt really, really good back then and I want to get to that same place this year. So that's, that's another thing. If you're wondering, my planner, it's nothing fancy. I think I got it at TJ Maxx, I want to say. They usually have like pretty good planners. I like ones where it's like you have your monthly breakdown and then your day-to-day breakdown. And the day-to-day breakdown, there's like plenty of room to write out a list of things. Um, And then there's also space for you to leave like notes or to-dos for the month or specific dates for the month like i like those types of planners um i know there's like a whole variety of ones ones where you can like track your sleep track your water intake track your meals track your spending um but for me like i just want one where i can like organize most of my personal life in there so that's that um And then the last one is reading more. So that is a huge thing I'm trying to do to better my mental and emotional state in 2023. Like I said, I mostly read self-help books and memoirs. Um, I want to keep reading some more self-help books. I want, like I have a ongoing list of just random books that I've seen um, on TikTok or, like, ones that my friends have recommended to me, and who knows, maybe my therapist will recommend me some, but I definitely want to keep reading more of those types of books, but also the fiction, like I said, and I'm not being harsh with myself of, like, we need to read these big books, because I don't know if when you guys were in grade school, they had, um, like, this is, a and am sorry for all of my European and I guess Canadian listeners, because you guys say this differently, but like this is a 10th grade reading level, or maybe you'd say a grade 10 reading level, um, or this is an 11th grade reading level, or this is a 5th grade reading level, and basically like you want your books to be either 12th grade or college level reading, um, because you know, I don't know, and that's better for your brain and whatnot, better vocabulary and all of that jazz. But I am like, you know what? I just want to read more. Like, I want to get more in the habit of reading a book. Like, it truly does not matter what the book is. If I'm rereading YA novels that I read back when I was a kid to, Tap into my inner child. So be it. At least I'm reading a book. You know, I will not be ashamed if I'm sitting on the subway and I'm flipping through the pages of the click book. You know, I don't care. Um, but that's one thing. Also, I was talking with um, one of my friends the other night, and we were just asking each other like what books we read in English class in high school, like the assigned literature. And there were a lot of books that we never read, but I was like, oh, I always wanted to read this book. Like I, um, what was the one? Um, shoot. Oh my gosh. Like there were so, there were so many of them that I never read. Um, why can't I think of one? Gosh, dang it. There were so many. Um, wait, let me think. Cause it wasn't it wasn't Count of Monte Cristo. I've never read that. It wasn't The Crucible. It wasn't The Canterbury Tales because I read that. I don't know. It started with a C. But anyways, there were so many of these books that I was like, oh, I never read that. But I really, for whatever reason, like I would love to read this so i kind of low-key want to like get back into reading those also because i feel like those books are chock full of metaphors and symbolism and this that and the other all of this figurative language that my pea brain when i was a teenager could not pick up on but i feel like nowadays i would eat that up so i kind of want to maybe i'll start there for my fiction books i just solve my own problem within recording this episode okay now let's move on to the physical things now physical goals are just like physical things to focus on in the new year it's always tricky because people like i'm so done with the people being like i want to lose weight i want to you know like whatever like i want to get abs i want to you know eat this, eat that, like, whatever, I don't know, I'm just, like, so over the weight loss narrative ones, like, can we please abandon that, please, I think you all know my thoughts and feelings on, like, diet culture and all that jazz, but I just, I don't like the whole, like, I'm starting this diet, I'm starting this, you know, intense workout program, and I'm starting this, that and the other, like, seriously, why, why, don't like this, um, one thing that I'm going to continue to do, I feel like I did a great job towards the end of 2022, was taking my vitamins. I I think this is the best, best I've ever done with taking vitamins um, because I think before I was only taking a few types, but now I'm taking at least four every single day. So love that. Um, And I am totally open to taking more. Like, if there are other ones that people would recommend to me or if I find out I'm deficient in an area, then, you know, I want to do that. But one thing I recommend is storing your vitamins in an area where you will see them every single day. Like, I have mine on my vanity slash desk. So when I'm getting ready in the morning, I pull out my vitamins And I pop them in. Or if I had a really hectic morning and I forgot. There will be some point in the day where I'm sitting at my desk. And I will look up at them and be like, oh, I didn't take my vitamins today. Let me do that. So that's a big tip. Because before, I kept my vitamin jars in a drawer. And I would forget about them every single day. Because I wasn't seeing them. So definitely recommend that. Um, Next one... Okay. This one. Some of y'all are really not going to care about this, but some of y'all could maybe gird your loins because this is, I don't think I've ever announced this. I just took a sip of my coffee. Um, okay. So, well, let me just say this because this will kind of segue us into it. I take a multivitamin it like a women's multi is that what it's called multi daily multivitamin whatever and it has all of these a b c d e f biotin folic acid like all these different things are in this um and i also take magnesium it's a specifically magnesium citrate so i don't know if i should be taking a separate one that's just magnesium But magnesium citrate, I think it's good for a whole variety of things. Um, But I specifically take it because it helps with like my gut health digestion. I'm not a gut health girly, but like it helps with my digestion and all that jazz. Okay, next, I also take, and this one, like I'm not ashamed of it, whatever. I take fenugreek which if you're on TikTok, maybe you've seen or heard about the many benefits of fenugreek. Fenugreek has oodles of benefits, but one of them, some of the most popular ones, is that it makes you smell good. Now, I I can't, I'm not going to lie and say like when I sweat, I smell like maple syrup, but like I do generally notice that like I think I smell great, and I mean that, that's probably because I showered, daily and i wear deodorant and things like that but for new greek it helps with a variety of thing i'm not getting into that right now um i also take fish oil i take fish oil vitamins now some people are probably like okay and what's your point like what and some of you who know wait krista aren't you vegan why are you taking fish oil that's not vegan And this is the thing. Here's the tea. So, back in, when was this? Maybe September? No, no, no. Maybe October. I had egg whites for the first time. I made myself a little egg white omelet. That was the first time I had eggs in about six, six and a half years because I have been vegan for about six or six and a half years. I don't know how many months it's been, but yeah. So I've been vegan for a really, really long time and I was curious about incorporating different types of protein into my diet. Um, The reason why I started out with egg whites and not full on eggs is just because I was like, well, I don't know. I'm trying to be a bit cautious about cholesterol. I want to consult with a doctor to just be like, I don't know, can you check my cholesterol levels? I haven't been eating meat or eggs or fish or dairy for this amount of years. Like, how do you feel about me incorporating these things back into my diet? What's the best way of doing this? What do you recommend? Yada, yada, yada. But I was curious. I made egg whites and so... That is something that I now incorporate into my diet. Then the next thing was taking fish oil vitamins because they have a plethora of benefits for your skin, your hair, and your nails. And I truly believe, I've been taking them now for a few months, and I believe that they have significantly helped with my skin. My skin, I feel like, is just more glowy and just so much more clear I feel like my hair is like I'm looking at my scalp right now my hair is super super shiny it feels very healthy my nails are super super healthy they're not like brittle or anything like that I don't know if fish oil would help with the brittleness but whatever um so the other thing was I was kind of curious about fish and I was like, I don't know. I And these are things that I've been thinking about for years, but I just started to act on them. So I was like, I don't know. I could kind of see myself maybe eating something like salmon or tilapia or cod. Um, like I, I've never really been a sushi person, not because like I, I don't like raw fish, but like, this is before I was vegan, it wasn't like I didn't like eating raw fish, it was the fact that when you eat a sushi roll, you can only, like, you eat it in one bite. Every time I would try to eat sushi, because I wanted to be a sushi girl, I would gag, because I I would choke on it, I would gag, it was not pleasant, I hated it, so yeah. But anyways, I was like, I could see myself maybe cooking, like, a salmon filet, some tilapia, some cod, again, like a good source of protein, healthy fats, those types of things. There's a lot of benefits to eating fish, but there are a lot of things that you have to be very wary of because fish can be very much so contaminated. Things like mercury and just a lot of toxic minerals getting into your fish or people selling fish that's not clean. I was like, I want to make sure that if I'm going to start eating fish, I want it to be a good grade of fish. I'm eating this for health benefits. I'm just trying it out. And the thing is, okay, I just bought salmon at the store. I have yet to try fish. The only thing I have had are these fish oil vitamins and the eggs. That's currently where I'm at with things. I'm taking it very gradually. But aside from that the rest of my diet is still vegan. I have no desire to consume any type of meat, um, so I really can't see myself doing that. Um, and dairy. I have no desire to consume dairy, mostly because I have a dairy intolerance. So, But that is where I'm at with things. I don't know if I would consider myself, like, what I would label myself because... Like, technically, if I consistently eat eggs and fish, in addition to, like, all the fruits and vegetables and everything else I eat, I guess you could say I'm a pescatarian. But, like I said, like, like, I'm not, right now, eating eggs every single week or every single day. Like, there will be weeks where my entire grocery order is fully vegan. And then one week will go and I will have... Um, you know, some eggs. And the same thing goes with the fish. So, I don't really know what to call myself. I don't feel this pressure to call myself anything, but that is that. So, one of my physical goals is to just not be afraid to try and eat pescatarian or whatever it is that I am curious about. And if... I start eating fish and eggs and I notice that like oh you know what like this isn't doing for me what I thought it was going to do for me or I'm seeing negative results from this then I will stop and readjust but I can go into this later on in the future about like why I wanted to change and like why I'm being a bit more flexible with it now um But it's something crazy, like I'm not ill or like I didn't have something where I was like I have to change or whatever. It was sort of just a decision I came to one day and now that we're in the new year, I'm like let's be a little bit more adventurous, let's try this out. So yeah, that is that. Going off of that, another physical goal of mine, and this is like very embarrassing but I'm sure other 20 somethings can relate to this, is I want to go to the doctors more regularly. So, going to a doctor for physicals, going to the gynecologist, dentist, eye doctor, things like that. Um, Because I have not gone to the doctors in many years. Um, And I mean, obviously, like, it's complicated when the pandemic was happening and I was jumping from living at my parents' house to now living in New York. So, like, it's hard to establish yourself one place where you're not really living or one place that you are now living at. So it's my goal to be proactive about that. and want to find new doctors, establish myself someplace, and be more regular with my visits and just make sure everything is going well. Luckily, like I'm not, like I'm functioning every day. I'm not having, you know, terrible pains or things that are holding me back in life. So I feel great. It's just, you know something i'm like yeah we need to just go to the doctors like that would be good for us so that's that um another thing is i want to maintain a thorough yet practical skincare and body care routine now i don't think this will be too difficult for me because these are things that honestly i consider hobbies i delight in pampering myself i delight in doing skincare body care all that kind of stuff um i've seen people say like on tiktok they're like You, once a week, should have the everything shower. It's basically like a shower where you do all of the steps. You do, like, things that maybe you skip out on other showers because they're, like, not as important. Obviously, it's not like, you know, washing your body or whatever. But, like, if there's, like, a certain hair mask or, like, a specific type of body oil exfoliant or... I don't know. Like something like that. You do it once a week for this everything shower. I might try to do that. Um Did I write this down? I don't know if I wrote this down. But one thing I started doing at the end of 2022 and I'm continuing on into this year is teeth whitening. I do a weekly teeth whitening thing. I can talk about it in the future. It is so incredibly easy to make. It's very affordable and it's so easy to do and I Honestly, I feel like I've seen results from it. I feel like my teeth are whiter than they were from one year ago. So slay, love that. But like little things like that, I want to just have those set in place, be more thorough, but like remain practical with them. I don't want to be taking like hour plus long showers every single day and feel like I have a 20-step skincare routine that like, you know, is doing more harm than it's doing good. So yeah that's that. Um, Another thing is I want to find a type of exercise that I actually like and find a practical way that I can stick to it as often as possible. Now here's the thing, this, although I listed this in the physical category, I feel like this really goes into the mental category because for me, I noticed so heavily that working out does wonders for my mental health. I feel so incredibly good mentally after some sort of workout, whether it's going for a nice long walk, a run, doing some type of yoga session, Pilates, ab circuit thing, you name it. I feel so much better. So I want to try to incorporate that, find something that works for me, and also I think you know, I'm, I'm totally open to doing things that maybe aren't considered, typically considered like, oh, this is a workout or like this is me exercising. Like going to a dance class. I don't know if like a lot of people consider that or regard that the same way that you would go to like a cycling class. But to me, I'm like, I'm sweating, I'm moving my body, I'm getting my heart rate up. Isn't this the same thing as like going to an exercise class? Like, yes, it's a different form and the results are probably different, but whatever. I'm not concerned about that. I just want to find things where I can move my body and, you know, like I said, get my heart rate up and sweat and all that jazz um, and ultimately feel good about it and have it be something that I want to stay consistent with it because I enjoy it. I think a lot of times, the reason why people struggle with exercise is because they are trying to do things that they really don't enjoy. They don't really have a desire. I have been trying to get into running because once I get through, like once I can boost my endurance, I genuinely enjoy running. Like I I love it. Like yeah, my chest gets in pain but that is because I don't have a lot of stamina built up right now. But once I can build that up like the rest of my body enjoys it. I feel incredible after running, like mentally after I run. So, yeah, trying to experiment and do all that kind of stuff, but hopefully this year I can get more get more into it. Okay, and the last thing is spiritual. Now, this isn't like anything too crazy, and honestly in the future I am probably going to do more episodes talking about my spirituality and religion and what whatnot, um, because I feel like a lot of people have been talking about things that are spiritually focused, like even if you've been seeing lately on TikTok, everybody's talking about, or it seems like everybody's talking about this whole lucky girl syndrome, and things like manifesting, like these are elements of spirituality, and I am just, I don't know, I'm tr- I feel like in 2022, I did a lot of work to heal myself spiritually and unpack some things spiritually i feel like i grew a lot spiritually which is great um but i want to continue on with that and change up a few things or like get better at a few things um and these are just personal for me so i don't know what your relationship looks like with any type of faith religion spirituality whatnot um again these are like just for me For me, one thing I want to do is just have a more authentic relationship with my God. Um, I feel like I've been working towards this a lot. So, what that looks like for me is not making prayer or like, I guess, talking to God this super formal thing. I grew up Christian, like born and raised Christian. And I feel like when I was being raised in that world... um, praying and just what people would call like talking to God was so formal I felt like it was super super formal there were times when people are like Jesus is your best friend God's your best friend like you should be able to talk to them like they're your best friends and like have this super genuine relationship with them but it was still like super super formal or I felt like I only would go to God if I needed something or if I was like repenting for something And I just want my faith to just be a more practical, realistic part of my life. Like, and I don't know, I feel badly like going into all the spirituality things because I know not everybody is religious or has some sort of faith in a God. But like for me, I want to just like have a relationship with god where if i'm praying it's not i'm praying for something like i'm praying because i need something or i'm praying that something works out like i'm just praying as like yeah today has been really great so far or um you know i'm feeling like really anxious about this specific thing or i don't really know how to feel about this right now or actually you know what I am so happy that this worked out this specific way or, you know, I'm feeling really uncertain about this thing. Like, just how casually I'm speaking right now, that is how I want my prayers to be. I don't want it to be this, all right, Father God, I come to you right now and I'm asking for forgiveness for this thing. You know, I don't want it to be like super, super formal because who in the world am I talking to like that? Like, it just, it, Feel so stiff, and I don't like that, it doesn't work well for me. So, trying to have a more authentic relationship with God, um, and then also attend church more regularly. So, I did find a church in New York that I actually really, really like, which is so hard. Oh my gosh, I need to talk about this in a future episode. Um, finding a church that you like in 2023 is very very challenging because if there are certain things that you are specifically looking for in a church it's it's very very hard sometimes um and just finding one that works for you and the type of community that you're looking for honestly i like okay this is me just being fully transparent I feel like one of my prime reasons why I want to go to church more in the new year is for community. It's something that I feel like for church community. I feel like it's something that I've been lacking for quite a while. Like ever since I stopped going to Hillsong, I've really been lacking church community. Well, actually before that because I literally never had church community at Hillsong aside from, you know, the friends that I went with. But anyways, um... So it is something that I'm really wanting and like, yes, of course, it's good to be going to church because you're hearing these uplifting messages or you're learning new things or whatnot. But I feel right now like my relationship with God, my spiritual well-being right now, I feel like it's really good. I feel like I'm in a good place spiritually. And that's great. So, I'm not saying like I need to go to church because like I feel so distant from God or I like feel, you know, whatever, I feel so shaky about this thing. I'm honestly like wanting to go to church because I want to have a good community, and I feel like through that, that's going to further improve and strengthen my faith, my spirituality, my relationship with God, all that kind of stuff so that's that but it's so interesting just like um, a side note it's so interesting i feel like gen z is quite spiritual um or they're desiring something spiritual which i think is amazing um because i feel like in previous generations or in previous years a lot of people were rejecting of it all i think what they were really rejecting was organized religion which very understandable But now it just seems like a lot of people are trying to make sense of things or trying to find some sort of spirituality that works for them, which I think is great. And it's a very personal journey. So I would encourage you, if you are curious about this stuff, to definitely find what works best for you. And just, you know, it's hard to not get influenced by like, oh, well, so-and-so said this, this, and this. Like, I should be doing this thing. Just really trial and error, Go easy on yourself and find what works best for you. You will feel true peace when you find something that's clicking and working for you and it makes sense, but if you're like, I don't know, I'm just doing this thing because so-and-so on TikTok told me to, I don't know if it's the best approach. Just saying. I'm not trying to be preachy and like, you know, tell you how to live, tell you what to do, but just want to throw that out there because it seems like spirituality is getting more... um prevalent which i think is cool if you're into that okay so that was a ton that was a lot we discussed a lot uh caught up a lot so happy to be back and i hope you all are feeling refreshed encouraged and excited about 2023 if you were not feeling that way within the first couple of days or week of the year totally fine like literally like i said at the top of the episode I feel like January is the time where you can just be like, alright, we are now into the new year. What do I need to do or what do I want to do to just, you know, make this year good? You don't even have to like make drastic changes about your life or you don't even have to set big goals for your life. Just do whatever whatever is going to work best for you. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed hearing my little catch up and hearing my list of mental, emotional physical and spiritual things that I'm trying to work on this year um but yeah that's gonna do it looking forward to the next episode um but I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day and as always thanks for listening